1: We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our 8 kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible.
0: We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following. Year. All
1: right,
0: welcome everybody to the podcast. Hey, so this is a good topic. It's a piggyback from the last episode, but new content because we've got some questions, do we?
1: Yeah. So last week's podcast was on four decisions that you need to be making. Yeah. Essentially, um, they're conversations that we've been having regarding just evaluating the spiritual condition, education, health supplies, and community. Um, were the four topics that we covered in the previous podcast. Re- Got to go listen to that.
0: Really, things you should be talking about right now as a yeah. marriage, married couple, and decisions you should be making um, based on these topics. And we're not making decisions for you, but we're getting you thinking about things that may need you, you may need to make a decision about now because six months from now requires it
1: right and so this podcast is to well one to answer questions we love it when you guys send in your questions so please do that email them to us or dm us on social media um because that definitely helps us with knowing what's relevant to you guys yeah um so we are going to answer your questions as far as like what do i practically need to have on hand to be prepared in case yeah right because we are living in uncertain times And that's gonna be primarily what we're talking about today. We're gonna get real practical, but we also really wanna encourage you guys about what's going on today.
0: So based on how we see what's going on, which could be different than how you see what's going on, we can disagree and that's okay. It's interesting. I don't think anybody knows exactly what's going on. There's a lot of... Uh, scheming happening behind the scenes to influence the world right now. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's fascinating, actually. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to dive into the areas of preparation that we've been prudent mm-hmm. to do. And of course, we believe God is in control. Of course, we don't believe we should be fearful of anything, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't take action to protect our family, provide for our family mm-hmm. and be preemptive, proactive in making decisions and doing things so that we're not caught without something we need
1: and, and so that we can
0: bless to. other people if needed to. Right. If challenges happen around us, so I think it's good to be wise. If we're able to do things, we should do things, and I think that's really important. So, yes. So we're gonna dive into that. And We promise we'll go through food, you know, medicine, um, tools, um, you know, protection, water situations, how to heat, you know, these kinds of things. Real practical preparedness
1: mm-hmm. in a little bit. Yeah. So be ready because we're gonna be talking about being ready for uncertain times which is something that we all need to do to be wise right one of the things that has come up in the past as we've shared about um, the things that we have done hopefully it's been helpful to you I know that we've gotten a lot of comments from people that are saying thank you for bringing this up these are conversations I need to have with my spouse can you be more specific on the details on how you're being more prepared so that you're not caught Um, empty-handed per se um if something like another lockdown was to happen right and so we are going to go into those details like isaac said but one of the things that i one of the bible verses that i think sometimes people twit i don't know if it's twisting misinterpreting or misunderstanding where our hearts are coming from on this topic Um, Isaac just mentioned that it's important that we don't act in fear and so I just really want to clarify because a lot of times people will take um, scripture passages like in Matthew when Jesus is talking about the birds of the air and how they they sow nor reap and how the Lord provides for them and how we shouldn't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worry for itself and so we are not advocating for worrying at all that's not what we're talking about here that would be um, being anxious being worrisome would be would be considered disobedient to what God is here's commanding the, us to do
0: here's the scripture right here therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for after all these things the gentiles seek so and you have to read the this whole is thing, in obviously. Matthew
1: chapter 6 yeah su- um,
0: super important and so we're not advocating for worrying. No,
1: we're not. And we just want to make that clear that this isn't about worrying. This is about being prepared because you're being wise which is actually what Proverbs 31 I mean even alludes to right where she is um preparing for clothing for her maid servants she laughs at the days to come because she won't be caught in the winter right um unprepared and I I think that there's an element where we need to take all of scripture into context and go okay listen being a realist having taking rose tinted glasses off looking at the world through a view a scope that even god would look through he sees sin he doesn't cherry coat things and go oh everything's hunky dory everything's great no he sees the reality we need to see reality we need to weep as he weeps for the sin in the world we need to yeah. prepare so that we can be wise providers for our family. The Bible also says that it's worse for an unbeliever than to not provide for your family, right? It's
0: never a good idea to be dependent on the government in any way. And you might say, well, I'm not. Well, there's things that could happen that put a lot of people in dependency of a government. We've seen that, haven't we, in the last couple years, so last year and a half. Mm -hmm. So it's important to think about that. And if someone challenges you on the worry thing, um, you, you, you have to be able to say, you could ask them the question, well, do you believe that you can trust God with all your heart and at the same time get wisdom to prepare to protect your family yes for sure absolutely and And they can't deny that
1: yeah and I I also want to bring in I know that this you guys we have to be aware that God wires people differently right there are different personalities different wirings and some people um, have been given the gift of prophecy some people have been given different where the gifts are dispersed among the body and so while one person may not be as um prepared that is actually more in alignment with a certain type of personality that like checks and balances and they want to be more prepared for things and there is a reason why god designed them that way and so as we go through our list that's definitely in something that i'm more wired as i like checklists i like being prepared for things and and being able to schedule and structure things um and Uh, that's, that's just how God made me. Now, at the same time though, I also recognize the need for flexibility and and understanding where those things come from that we're able to prepare for. God is the giver of all good things.
0: So we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about what we see happening. And then we're going to talk about how to be wise in a practical sense in these things. Okay. And we just thank you so much for being part of the 1 million legacies movement, sharing, Mm, helps, donations, buying products, um, encouragement to us helps us we read Mm -hmm. every comment on itunes five-star Ratings help because it helps the algorithms get the podcast out there and really right now uh, We just want to make sure we can communicate with you. So make sure you're on our email list make sure Regardless of what happens to social media. We're connected. Those things yeah. are really important
1: and speaking of Isaac just mentioned um, Briefly the, the different ways that you guys support us or encourage us I just have to bring something up this week um, There was a donation that came in and there's always a box where you can leave a comment as to like why you're donating mm. or whatever And I read that that little comment it was just short maybe two sentences I read it to Isaac and I was like choking up it was a couple that had gone through the courageous parenting mentor program um, in the fall and they were listening to the podcast and we had just finished doing a 90-minute Facebook live for the net for the 21st program that we've done and you know, I, we get this donation that is just overwhelmingly generous, and I just started crying. Yeah, it just meant a lot to us. And so, I just wanted you guys to know that when you do donate and you have that opportunity to leave a like a why you're donating, it we see that we read them, and it means a lot to us.
0: All right, let's dive in. So Ephesians six twelve says, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against principal." Uh, sorry, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. Therefore take up the whole armor of God and it goes into that. So that is a scripture that people know well, but it's important as we start this, what we see happening. We believe this is a spiritual battle. You could believe Mm -hmm. a lot of these things are orchestrated and there's this deep state and all those things, which I it definitely appears to be true. Um I don't know for sure. It definitely appears to be true. Um, but but whether it's all coordinated or not, every piece of it or not, we don't know. We definitely know the enemy's coordinating it. He's but a schemer. the, the question is, is whether humans are orchestrating all this or the enemy's just like using all these pieces like in a chessboard for evil. We're not sure. But it's uh, definitely the cost. uh, The reactions to COVID has been way worse than COVID itself. COVID is real. If you've lost somebody to COVID, our heart goes Mm -hmm. out to you. Um, It is a real thing. But the what the reaction to it has been the real bigger cost to the world.
1: To the world and I, I you read through Ephesians part of Ephesians 6 and I just want to highlight something because we were talking about how it is that there is a spiritual battle that's happening but you guys listen to verse 12 it says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age there is rulers of the darkness of this age yeah that are here on earth okay and so if we believe what all of scripture says we are going to recognize that that is a truth of something that we are battling that's what the bible saying that we're battling it also says that we battle against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places so there is a battle here in the darkness of the age yeah here in our generation there will be in our children's generation so what we do to actively battle against that against the darkness of the rulers of this age models for our kids, how they need to be battling against the rulers of the age that they're in.
0: And isn't it interesting? Sometimes it's hard to have empathy for people who don't see what's happening, who don't mm-hmm. see the evil happening. And just remember it. Some people who aren't believers don't believe in evil. And,
1: then, and so just, if you yeah.
0: have a paradigm where you don't believe mm-hmm. the evil actually exists, then it's hard to pick up on evil that's happening. So just remember that you also don't have the Holy Spirit to convict you and discern what's evil. So uh, it's not that I'm okaying anybody's opinion out there um, that doesn't see evil, but I just, I think it's important to understand this is a spiritual battle and some people don't believe there's a spiritual battle.
1: And we can't, you know, you just brought something that's huge. We can't expect as Christians who have the gift of the Holy Spirit, we can't expect those who don't have the Holy Spirit to have the same discernment. We just can't there may be a like-mindedness on conservative values of things with certain people but if they don't have the holy spirit they're not actually going to be able to discern in the same kind of way that you have the power to because jesus is in you right he is in your heart and he left his spirit with you and so we need to be um grace giving merciful have realistic expectations with our neighbor or family or whoever it is that isn't able to actually see that there's also a level of spiritual maturity where we just have to have grace with people because they can't necessarily discern things um and so that's huge now this is the thing when we're in the in the midst of battling you may be going okay but how do you battle One way that we're talking about today is being prepared in a way, and Isaac mentioned this at the very beginning, to where you have enough, to where you can take care of other people. The best way to be able to share the gospel is the way Jesus actually cared for people. When he did ministry, he first met physical needs. He healed people, he fed people, and then he fed them with the bread of life. And so for us, one of the things that we need to be prepared for is the reality that there is gonna be need. The poor will mm. always be with you. And to be able to have enough to be able to host people, to have your place be a refuge for people, because the the reality, too, that we all struggle with is having a world perspective. Yeah. Recognizing that you know, for us, we chose to move to Idaho because we have a choice. We have a choice for how our kids are going to live. And we had a dream for a hope for what their future could be, even if it was to preserve some freedom for even just a year, it was worth it for us, for our children. Mm -hmm. And so we made that launch, but there are people who are living in places that, that there is more tyranny I'm going to use that word. There's tyranny happening. There are freedoms being taken away. And we knew when we moved that we may have to be a refuge for those people.
0: Well, and certainly globally, there's massive tyranny. Right now, they're flying helicopters in Australia to look at backyards to make sure people aren't out. I mean
1: they're yeah i mean i even got a message from someone on my young living team who's in australia that they just fin they just finished another week of lockdown they have four more weeks of lockdown Um, her husband is not able to go to work and he has to take like leave pay or sick pay but when that runs out it's like where does the money come so so it's
0: very destructive so i'm going to rapid fire through a list and then we'll go into the practical things how we're preparing Um, So there's a huge cost to COVID, um, but there's a bigger cost to the reaction and much bigger. We believe it came from Wuhan in China and we believe I don't know if it was intentional, but I believe the evidence shows it was created and government dollars from the United States also contributed to that. Fauci. Uh, lied about it, about what the purpose was. It was gain of function, I believe. Okay. You can disagree with these things, but as you look at it, Rand Paul really delivered a number on him and Mm -hmm. it appears that um, Fauci was lying and big pharma is all over this to make money. Obviously they're making a killing and we can't deny the fact that Big Pharma has given bribes to people before, so that could be happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It appears the way the the government, uh, Biden administration and globally, is siding with um, lockdowns and the masks and uh, a lot of hysteria around this stuff, vaccinations.
1: They're fear mongering. They're
0: they're fear mongering. Mm -hmm. And so really, it's about power it's really there's a power struggle happening and it's about what they
1: benefit from too right like i was just even listening to something from charlie kirk on turning point where he was talking about the lockdowns and how who does it actually benefit Mm -hmm. it hurts the middle class it hurts the entrepreneurship the entrepreneurial business owners Um, and it actually benefits people like Jeff Bezos. They're more rich now than ever. And so the lockdowns benefit those who are in power, not those who are not in power. Steve and I realized that we were getting too comfortable with the world's vision of how to raise our children. What Angie and Isaac have done in creating this is literally phenomenal. This program provided awesome scripture-based teachings It's not just these hypothetical situations, or it's not just this, here's what I think you should do. It's, let me show you where in scripture this is. Do your legacy a favor, and yourself a favor, and just do it. One of the best things that we've done this year, one of the best investments we've made this year, and I could not recommend it more. We're no longer fearing dark days ahead, but we're so excited to raise lights, to be leaders for the next generation. So I actually
0: believe, Biden specifically, I know people listen from all over the world, but the U.S. has a big influence in the world. Sometimes not good, a lot of times good, um, which is, I believe that deep state, China, uh, perhaps too, which is part of that, I think, as uh, dirt on the Bidens, and the Bidens are a tool. Literally, there are people mm-hmm. controlling him and them and, uh, and he really even being used. It.
1: He even admits it. I mean, how many times have you heard Biden in a press conference say things like, They, oh, they gave me a list of names to call on. So I'll be getting to that. Who's they?
0: Yeah. So we believe that um, there is a effort to destroy the American dollar. It appears Mm -hmm. very clear that's the case and really make America irrelevant. Why? Because there's a goal for this global reset uh, to bring more equality around the world, uh, to have more power, uh, for a group of people, for sure. I don't know all the reasons for it, but it definitely appears the goal is to make America worse again and make the world worse again, actually. And what's interesting is all this pressure right now, the Delta variant coming out. Well, there's a lot of interesting things. I don't know for sure on these things. We have to discern and wait and be patient, but There's they're accusing the government very much is accusing the unvaccinated people of being the problem of why the Delta variant is spreading so rapidly and so forth. But there's a lot of evidence coming out now where it's actually vaccinated. People are getting it at a much higher degree. That's all over the place. Israel just kind of confessed to this. The UK, we're seeing it in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, Some of this, they're trying to hide it. I also read, I don't know if it's true, but I did read that they stopped counting people getting uh, COVID, Delta variant, who have already been vaccinated. They stopped keeping stats on that. Not sure if that's true or not, but I thought that was interesting. Anyways, what it appears, let's just go, we're in the, in the muck right now for a second, but let's go above the muck. Okay, I like always doing that. Okay, I'm in the muck, and now let's go above the muck. And above the muck is <laughs> interesting. So why? The deeper why is they want us to fight with each other. They want the vaccinated right. to fight with the unvaccinated. Yeah. Potentially. Right. I'm just looking at this. I'm going they to let those
1: let's, who want to have their freedom and their rights as are laid out in the constitution to fight with those who want control. Right.
0: And it, if you can keep America fighting and fighting harder, like stirring the pot with racism, stirring the pot of the vaccinated against the unvaccinated, Making then you can have, have more power, you can delegitimize the America. Even Putin said, Well, you you can't talk to me about the things I'm doing. Look at what's happening in your country. You know, so there so other countries, tyrants out there, are doing things because you know, America is falling apart. America
1: is falling apart. So we're all completely distracted by all of the problems that exist on our own soil. So we're not even aware of what's happening internationally on a lot of levels anymore because there's just so much news about this. There's just fights on every single front. And I would say also there's an aspect of entrepreneurs who are capitalists, obviously, right? Mostly, if they're struggling with their business, where are they distracted they are distracted with trying to keep their business afloat therefore they can't be as aware of even what's happening in their own soil because they are literally just trying to keep their business above float to be able to provide for their families and for the employees and the employees families and so there are so many levels deep of these different issues and our country is just volatile wouldn't you just say that? yeah, The economy is not as stable as it was.
0: So what we see happening with the economy is it getting, continuing to get hurt, um, challenges with the economy potentially. Now, it's so amazing how the economy has done so well despite all this stuff. But at some point, things are going to break, I think. Uh, the forced vax effort, I think, is going to fall apart. But they're going to continue that. It's going to cause frustration. It's going to cause right. fighting. We have, we have companies uh, now that are
1: firing people, right? Yep. There, I just saw something about Netflix firing actors. But what's
0: interesting is there's a new economy building. Uh, Gab, the social network, Gab is trying to create a Replacement for PayPal, for example, and they wrote an article recently. There's a new economy building. You don't want us in your economy? Fine, we'll build our own economy. So there's literally that stuff is already. That happening. reminds me of Atlas it's,
1: Shrugged. It's very, <laughs> very
0: interesting, and so I, it's fascinating. I like yeah. seeing what's happening, but I'm just sharing my thoughts and connecting some dots that I see out there. Um, hurting business, perpetuating crime, defunding the police. Look at all that. Why destroy? america destroy the economy destroy the dollar make it irrelevant on the global stage so then the globalists need to say well we really need to do this initiative global currency we really need to do this other initiative maybe global health mandates i don't know whatever at global taxes that's already being talked about mm-hmm. so you have all these things and then america's not strong so then it looks like america needs it too and therefore you can push these things forward. Okay, so what's interesting too is the swamp is further being revealed. Really, every day you're seeing the swamp, just even Republicans, you're seeing who the swamp is. Mm-hmm. Even a couple uh, of um, uh, politicians from Idaho have been revealed recently being part of the swamp. So it's it, it doesn't matter which state you're in, there's swamp people there, okay? So mm-hmm. they're getting revealed. Why is that good? Well, because there's a big possibility in America of taking back, the government in a legitimate legal way uh through elections but there is a legitimate way that that could happen because people are fed up and whether it happens or not i don't know but we know that things do get worse as the end comes
1: right so because we know what the bible says about the end days we know that it eventually has to continue getting worse so a wise person would look at what the bible says and go okay i'm not shocked but I'm gonna be prepared as best as possible so that I can steward what I have well. Um, If the American dollar is going down, then I need to be a good steward of the money that God has given me now, right? That would just be one example. Um, So we wanna shoot through. Isaac, you have one more scripture for us though. I
0: do, it's in 2 Timothy 3, one through five. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, Mm -hmm. blasphemers, disobedient to parents unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal. Well, abortion's brutal, right? Despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And it goes on. That is a very important scripture, and we see all of this happening at a greater degree across the globe right now. So what does that mean? We're in perilous times. We're in end times and we should protect our family for the purpose of sharing the gospel
1: and for preparing our kids so that they can also do the Great Commission right I mean this comes down to two things the first and second commandment love the Lord your God with your whole heart mind soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself if you really truly love your neighbor you're gonna be caring about their salvation you're gonna care about their eternity you're gonna recognize that there is hell and there's heaven And you're gonna acknowledge that sin the wages of sin is death and eternal damnation and you're gonna love them enough that you're gonna want them to be in eternity with the everlasting god right and so there's this level of recognizing what is love right god is love absence of god is hell and so acknowledging that people are desperately wicked and that they need the saving grace of god and being willing and equipping your kids so that they actually acknowledge this too so they're living on purpose like we're not here for ourselves we're not here to just enjoy life and and life's going to be perfect that's not that that isn't even a truth god created each individual with a purpose and a plan and we need to provide for our kids and set them up and equip them to be able to fulfill the purpose that god has for them not that we know necessarily what god's going to be doing in their life but we need to equip them as best as possible so let's run down the list of the things that we're preparing for we talked more about the spiritual stuff and our family in the previous podcast we want to go through some of the things that we're doing right now to be ready In case there is a lockdown. So
0: we got about 15 minutes, I would say, to run through a big list. So food.
1: So food is um, part of the health and supplies list. I'm not going to go in depth on this one because we talked about this a lot in the previous podcast also. So you can go back and listen to that. I'm going to put food and medicine in the same category. Having enough... Unperishable items in bulk is something that we're doing on a practical level. Um, I've gone to Smart Food Solutions, if that is helpful for you guys. It used to be called Cash and Carry. Any kind of bulk place, get 10-gallon containers. We have probably 10, 15 of them um, where I have dry goods in canisters like gluten-free flour, um, oats, lentils, beans, rice, stuff like that. Um, We have multiple different kinds of rice. We have brown rice. We have jasmine rice. We have wild rice. Um, And you guys, this is the thing. There's this part of me that just wants to also say, like, for us, this is something that we've been doing for many, many years. There was about five years when we went through the business failure where we weren't able to be as prepared, if you will, but when we lived in Damascus, we also did the same thing. And it really, really helps with stewarding your time because when you buy in bulk, you don't have to shop as often. And these are all things that we're gonna use, okay? So it's not like we're buying stuff and then we're wasting it. Um, These are things that you're eventually gonna use. You're eventually gonna use your vitamin C, Right? So make sure you have that because that's something that went out of stock. You're going to eventually use vitamin D, all those things.
0: So we got dry goods and now what about meat?
1: So for meat, we have found some local farmers and we've gotten a half of a heifer. We have, Isaac likes his bacon. So we're going to get more bacon, but we have that. You can usually find a pig farmer or somewhere that you can get that from. We've definitely done that a lot in the past, chickens, fish um making sure you have sausage different forms of cooking meats we have a few different freezers so we have a huge chest freezer we have a standing freezer and then we have our freezers that are connected to our fridges but you guys again 11 family members right kids in our family and us and so for us to be prepared for even just six months we need to make sure that we're we are prepared and so we have that we also for food what can you grow? What kind of seeds do you need to have on hand so that you can grow produce the next year and be able to Mm -hmm. bless neighbors? Um, For us, we dove into getting chickens immediately upon moving back onto land because we didn't want to be caught without eggs again. When the lockdown happened and all of that was going on, they were limiting families to one carton of eggs. uh, um, That doesn't even cover breakfast for us. No, no, no. Again, 12 eggs. There are 11 people in our family. You can do the math. So for us, getting chickens, and so we have 23... We have 22 hens and a rooster we'll be able to potentially barter if we need to but for us we can have a little small business our kids can practice entrepreneurship they and maybe have you chores. have a friend
0: that has chickens and they want to share the eggs with you maybe you can find you can someone else's in. source. I know we're going to have extra and yep. you know that kind of thing we did that on purpose right
1: and and in doing that maybe you guys can pitch in on grains and different or whatever you're feeding your chickens um And so for us, we had to evaluate. You need to evaluate. This conversation right now is actually a date night conversation where you need to go through these categories with your spouse and evaluate what is the highest on our priority list because you may not be able to do it all.
0: So try and grow it. You said that. Try and grow the foods and so forth. Also supplies. Just what Mm -hmm. supplies are needed. What does it take for your house to operate? Well, there's filters. There's water filters there's uh H- hvac filters uh you, what if you can't buy those every time i buy something i feel like maybe i won't be able to buy it again for a while and this is real like you can't buy cars right now can't you can't bikes you can't buy bikes yeah. uh bike shops have uh, coolers coolers oh, recently had, we recently had couldn't find a cooler in any of the stores yeah that we wanted and so um there's things that are out. So, do you need like 4 of each kind of filter for your house? Do you what supplies do you need to keep things operating? Just an observation.
1: Right. And so tools is important on the female side of tools. I would think like, okay, so you know, feminine products, um cleaning supplies, what kinds of kitchen tools do you need so that you can cook in bulk even? So like for us Again, this is not stuff that we've recently bought. We've just had them for over a decade. We have a dehydrator so that we can go pick apples, dehydrate apples, as well as make applesauce, as well as cut them up and freeze them in bags so that we have some apples. Um, Another, canning tools. Canning tools, you go to Bi-Mart. is the best place to get mason jars. For us, our pantry, I've always stored all of my goods in mason jars. So we get like dried craisins. We eat oatmeal like what, four or five days a week. And so for us, we also add in condiments, chia seeds, fiber, um, making sure that there's nuts and you know, shredded coconut, different things like that that are healthy for you to have. Store them in mason jars, have them in your pantry um, in ways where animals are like if you have a problem with mice, if you live on land, you don't want them getting into that kind of stuff. Right? I've learned over the years. All so, right.
0: Financial real quick. So debt and savings. You should save. But if your currency is devaluing, you got to figure out how to save in ways that aren't in currency us dollars or whatever mm-hmm. so that's something to think about also debt interest rates are super low right now at least in the states and so you should re you know package your debt into lower interest rates if you can uh to re- try and be as liquid as you possibly can eliminate debt i mean that should be a goal mm-hmm. right as you much don't want to
1: owe anyone anything you don't want to give anyone a reason to come in and take what you have, right? Um, and because that's really truthfully, like, look at the Great Depression and what did they go through back then. Yeah. Farms were taken away and stuff like that. Well, so. I feel
0: like right now in the States, they gave uh, rent forgiveness for how many, like a year or something like that. Horrible for the landlords. I understand that try to help people. People needed help because they inflicted a lockdown on them. Mm-hmm. But uh, so the government is responsible in a way but now they're lifting those that moratorium. So now they have to start paying the back rent, as I understand it. So that's a huge disaster for people and it's just really difficult, very interesting. Right. We don't had wanna many be reliant.
1: we whose houses, their just, rental properties were potentially gonna be foreclosed or taken away totally. if they couldn't sell the property. It's bad
0: for both parties and I just think don't, try and position your family to where you don't have to, you don't get stuck and caught into bad decisions by government. Right. Super important. Okay. Okay. Medicine.
1: Medicine is another one you want to make sure I already mentioned, like, you know, how vitamin C went out of stock. Tylenol also went out of stock. We don't really use it very often, but if that's something you use, you need to make sure you have enough on hand. Again, it's not like you're not going to use it. Um, and you need to be able to help other people as well. So for us, homopathy is a big thing, which is interesting because the government, the FDA is trying to make homopathy illegal in many different States right now. It's Oregon is one so of well, them. It's and it's, you know, and, and potentially, you know, I, I you never know what's going to happen. So for us, we use oils, herbal tinctures, homopathy, nutritional supplements. Um, and I just make sure that I have enough for my family three to six months, like even I have like four family members that struggle with allergies. Do you have people that struggle with allergies? Make sure you have enough freezing, stinging nettle. Or learn how to do it yourself and harvest it.
0: By the way, I I think a lot of people listening are like, oh, Angie, I wish you were sitting right next to me. I could have a day with you just to teach me that one thing. Well, the good news is we try and package things that people really want to know. And so we have a home, what's it called?
1: Healthy Home Mom Hacks Workshop.
0: So you run this workshop that's free. Yeah. And uh, It's an hour... We'll put it in at CourageousParenting.com in the episode yeah. for the blog for this episode. It's an
1: hour-long workshop and you get a 25-page roadmap, basically, that has recipes and different things in it and stuff like that. So okay. go check that out. Um, but for medicine, I just want to say, too, this also goes along with community you need to have your team of doctors set up that are like-minded naturopathic doctors that are not gonna be pushing the vaccination or masks or things like that, that are gonna actually give you what you need to live a more healthy life. Our goal, which I encourage you to be your goal, is preventative health. Yeah. So really living healthy, eating healthy, exercise, all of those things, cutting back on sugar as much as you can. Um, but you know what, guys? This is the thing. You have to do things in moderation. And so th- what we're talking about, there's a lot of... Um, There's a lot of potential changes as you're listening to this podcast. And I just want to encourage you again, you have to evaluate with your husband of these things. What is the most doable change for our family that will actually be a change and help our health and and help prepare us for the fall. Right. Yeah. And what's coming up and then start picking off things that you're going to do.
0: Part of this, because we're in the summer right now in the fall. Um, you know, that's where there's more sickness and things happening. Totally. And yeah. that's where the, if the, the motivations of the, are for the government more. are to lock down. The population, that's when they're going to do it if that happens. I actually don't think that we're going to tolerate it anymore. I don't think that it'll happen because of that.
1: But I would say kids are inside more because the fall, you know, sometimes depending on where you live, there might be more rain. It's colder weather. Kids get sick. They're getting less vitamin D, whatnot. So you just, you need to be aware of that. I know that people have been investing in like red lamps, for example. Example, right? to help with the sad. and just think right? about it. you
0: might, well, I have time to get this stuff. Well actually, no, you don't. there's there's mm-hmm. uh, supply chain issues where yep. it's hard to order things in time. Uh, and get them. And more and more people are going to become aware of their need for Mm -hmm. self-sufficiency on a practical level that the supplies are going to be gone. So you literally need to get enough stuff.
1: One thing that that you can't, you can't just order
0: just in time anymore. We used to have this just in time mentality. I can go to the grocery store and get food just in time for dinner. I can go to the grocery store and get medicine just in time for my kid that just got sick. Well, you can't live in a just-in-time world anymore because supply chains aren't just-in-time anymore. They were, but it doesn't work anymore.
1: Yeah, they're not anymore. One thing that that reminds me of is exercise equipment. And so when the actual lockdowns were happening we had just bought a weight set for our boys because they were starting to get into free weights and things like that and then what was ironic is those specific free weights were like nowhere to be found where we lived in central oregon so people were selling them on facebook marketplace for so much money it was insane and it is hard to find weights there was like bands were out of stock everywhere the exercise balls certain equipment and so if you know if there is a lockdown guess what could happen I mean, I hope that gyms stay open. There were some real patriots that did, but gyms were shut down because of this, this stupid. So what, well, yeah. So, what
0: kind of entertainment do you need to have for your kids in case you got to be home this fall?
1: And to be protect proactive. Yeah, like one of the
0: things we got is a ping pong table. Right. Yeah. So just think about these things. Okay. Environment. This is quick. Are you where you want to be living as things get worse? I don't know for sure if they're going to get worse in the near time, but it kind of looks like it. Right. So
1: you need to be prepared. Here's right. another aspect yeah. to environment. I literally think about climate, right? And so, for example, we move to a different climate. And so that leaves us in a position of paying attention to how the climate is and making sure that we have the tools we need to be able to function in that specific climate. And you need to do that. You need to not be dependent on other people, right? As much as is possible. And part of that too, which we talked about before, which is the next category, which is friends, knowing who has what skills, knowing who has what tools, communicating with them and going, hey, if stuff happens again, like I got your back, man, like how can we work as a team? You
0: know, I don't know if you're experiencing this. I hope you are. But we're starting to experience something really special in the proximity of right where we live, which is people moving in who already live here that care about each other and have each other's backs and are into sharing tools yep. and helping with things. It's really interesting right. and have that kind of vision Having of being com- more sustainable, self-sustainable. and. Um, you know, everybody not needing everything where we can, you know, sometimes share some things, not in a socialistic way. Everybody is very much a capitalist. Um, But,
1: but we're generous with one another, which is a biblical concept. So the next one would be protection. Isaac, why don't you cover that one?
0: Well, I just think it's, it's wise to protect your family. You need to have guns. You need to have ammunition. You need to be practiced and versed in doing those things. One of the things we've recently been working on is a little range on our property to be able to fire weapons. It's important these days. If you can't do that on your property, mm-hmm. find the range near you. We have one 30 minutes away that's outdoor and free and we can go anytime. So where is that? Do you know where they are? Are mm-hmm. you training your older kids and uh, are you and your wife first in it? I think right. that's really important.
1: So the protection is important. When you brought up guns, it made me also think of hunting, which is something that we should cover because that is something we've been talking about. Um, and it's part of the tools. It's part of food. It's but, you know it's yeah. a skill that like is important for your kids and I, I just want to encourage you guys like that's actually something that we've been evaluating and communicating about like as far as what activities do our teenage boys do this next year like sports are all good but if they take up so much time that there's no time to learn survival skills which they're actually going to potentially need to put into practice maybe we need to reevaluate because we only have a certain amount of years with our kids and we need to train them and equip them for an uncertain world yeah. so for us hunting is one of those things that Isaac is looking into they just go into fishing. Yeah,
0: I've never been hunting really, so this is a new thing. But that we're gonna learn together. You know, let's not have our kids live through our past. Meaning, if you were really into sports. That is not a good reason just to ha- automatically think I want my kids to do sports. Yeah. It was good for your social life. Probably. It was good for exercise. being exercise. <laughs> it was probably, if you were good at it, it was probably good for popularity and confidence and it was good to learn teamwork and all these dynamics. I'm a hundred percent into all that stuff. I'm into sports. Not
1: really popularity. I'm not into sure. Sure. But, yeah. but <laughs>
0: um, but if it gives you influence and you use it well, then that can be good. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, it's a different world now so if that takes up all the time of other things that are important you just have to think about it
1: right right and i I actually i'm going to bring up something that you mentioned um at some point where you just said hey you know what is cultish mentality and be aware of that like you know when it comes to sports this is an important question you need to ask because has your child or have you made an idol out of a specific sport And the best way to evaluate is how much time it actually takes. How much commitment is that sport requiring of you? How much time commitment is it requiring of you? Because that could become kind of cultish. Like we have to do this, right? And are we setting
0: them up for bad expectations this fall? You're going to play soccer. You're going to play football. And then what is likely to happen as we actually get into the fall?
1: and things get likely shut down. the
0: games are going to get shut down and things like that. So if you are going to do it, be preparing their mindset for that possibility. Right. Okay. Heat. Um, heat is really important. I love that we have a wood stove in the middle of our house. We have plenty of wood ready to go if we ever need it. And I think that's the best. If you don't have a wood stove, it's okay. But I do think that's a really important thing because you can always find wood to burn. Mm-hmm. Um, but water. what are your other sources of heat? Is it, uh, you know, we kind of think about this. We had to put new hot water heaters in, and mm-hmm. I wanted our propane to power it and our electricity. So we have both options. Um, we have our st- a cooktop stove in the kitchen. Um,
1: it's connected it's, to propane. It's connected
0: to propane, a 250 mm-hmm. gallon propane tank. So if the electricity goes out, we can still cook on our stove. We can still have hot water. Um, we do need the generator to go to power other things, but now the generator isn't used for everything also so because mm-hmm. i don't have a huge generator so that's something to think about and then water is really important we've gone through a water journey here with wells and things obviously well is the epitome of what you'd want because you have control right but if you don't have a well you know how are you going to get water how are you going to store water and these kinds of things and even if you do have a well what happens when the electricity goes out and what happens when your generator runs out of fuel if there's a long long period of challenge then you would need a hand pump, so that's what the kind of a next thing we're going to do is put a hand pump on our well, um, and then fuel. You know, are is there going to come a time where there's lines at gas stations? Wait, was that just two months ago in some parts of the United States? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, that's already happened. So I got fuel tanks because I just don't want to participate in gas lines in a gas shortage
1: or the gas prices. We don't want to. Pr- you know what I mean. So you we try to just, get it I'm when it's lower. Like, in yeah. case
0: of prudent. They come around. I bought the tanks. It's like fifteen hundred bucks diesel and uh, gasoline. And then they come around and deliver the fuel. Obviously, that delivery truck might run into problems in challenging times, but at least I have enough fuel for a short, short while right. to make decisions and things like that. I think that's and important.
1: for our equipment, if we need to do projects. equipment on the
0: farm, yep. it's also you know, right. practical use. Most yep. farms have that.
1: Yep. So let's talk about agriculture and lumber because those two kind of can go together. So you had talked about like being aware of what kind of tools do you need to take care of your house. But one of the things you brought up was having extra lumber.
0: Well, yeah, I think it's important. You never know. Right now we have this just-in-time mentality. Again, I can go, oh, I want to build something. Oh, I want to fix something. I just go and I get the pieces of wood or whatever. Well, what happens when you can't just go get the pieces of wood and you don't have a sawmill?
1: Or when the lumber prices go out the roof. Oh, wait, they just did and then they finally came back down. Yeah, so
0: you just... (laughs) I don't have tons of lumber, but I have some plywood. I have got some two by fours. We keep some scraps. We have enough if like a window breaks and I can't get a new window because there's Mm -hmm. no glass available. I can at least put lumber up. I can close the opening. So just think a little bit about these things if you don't have access to the things you're used to having access to.
1: Yeah, that's right. So agriculture—that's something. Like we talked to, briefly about how we got chickens, but maybe getting a cow and having milk. If you—if a cow is too big, goats make milk also. Um, talking again to your neighbors. This is a really important important decision because maybe your neighbor has a cow and you have chickens and you guys can swap eggs for milk who knows um and and helping each other to take care of the the property right like what can you grow agriculturally do you need a greenhouse um what is the climate like just discussing these kinds of things is super important i know that for us we started using um just this summer because i was having a baby we had to evaluate we chose to do chickens we couldn't do the greenhouse in the garden just yet so that'll be us this next year but I wanted to do something on a low scale. And so Greenstock gardens, I, I was able to do a planter that stacks on top of each other, which would be easy for someone who is in an apartment even, which I know many of you guys have, have messaged me even after seeing some of my Insta stories. There are things you can do. Don't you get
0: a discount? Can't you get them a discount on that?
1: Oh yeah. If you use courageous, I think you get $10 off your order. It's greenstockgardens.com. Anyways,
0: that's really yeah. cool. Now you might be a little overwhelmed depending on where you're at in this process or if you buy into this or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? We didn't have this going overnight. Like Angie said, we've been buying bulk food since the beginning of our marriage. Yeah. You know, just because it's efficient.
1: Like for me, I have the list like in my head, but it's 12, 14 years ago. It was on a journal in but, my planner.
0: But maybe, yeah. you know, first pri- you priorities together and you go, let's make sure we have enough rice and beans and oatmeal. Right. You can start there.
1: Or in one kind of meat. And, you know, boxed milk. Like for us, we use oat milk, almond milk, rice milk, and cow milk, right? And so three of those comes in boxes and cans. I just bought two huge boxes full of cans of coconut you know milk because so we cool. do smoothies every day. You know day. what's
0: so cool about oat milk is it's so easy to make. I, we've been doing this recent, side note, Oh yeah, yeah. we've been doing this recent thing at night with the two littles. They we, They want to learn something. So I find a, a video about what they want to learn. The recent one was how is oat milk made? And so I'm just, I'm just watching that milk. and I'm like, oh, so we could easily make our own oat milk from the oats if we need mm-hmm. to.
1: We have Vitamix. Yeah. So cool. So anyway, there's some neat things that you can learn as you start digging in. And we just wanted to encourage you guys with some real basic things. Um, these are the lists that we've been going over.
0: And by the way, before you call us conspiracy theorists, everything we talked about and what we see happening, you can validate somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, or I said, I'm not sure. OK. And secondly, preparing doesn't mean this is what we're all about. This is what this episode's about. Yeah. We have one hundred and thirty seven other episodes not about this. Right. And so if you're looking for something about spiritual or how to raise your kids or parent
1: obedience, or obedience, anything, how to win their hearts, parenting.
0: all the stuff, um, you can go find those and we encourage you to do so. Mm-hmm. But we got requested of what are you guys doing? So hopefully this helps you. Mm-hmm. Probably many of you are going to thank us in about four months.
1: That's right. So there was one category that we didn't really cover like a ton in today's podcast because we covered it a lot in, a previous, in the very podcast just before this, which was all on education and having books and curriculum and supplies and things like that. And one of the things that Isaac just mentioned to me was um, that school supplies were potentially in a shortage in certain areas. And that was something I was unaware of. And so I had to like quick think through what I was going to do on nights. I said, Isaac, I got to go to the store and I got to get the things that we need for this next year. And he goes, why do you have to go to the store? You can order it online. And I went, oh yeah. And so I just want to encourage you guys that this is not like, you don't have to go out and get all these things like be frugal, try to do your best. You can order things, which makes things it's, it's easier to have things shipped to your home.
0: And if you're wondering about the money on things, well, maybe there's a car you don't need as much right you know maybe um you can stop doing something some subscriptions you have 100 start saving money there's usually ways to find that money uh to at least start and start being prepared and you know what the most important thing is the friends one i think actually Mm -hmm. is strong community really work on that one because the things you don't have your community may have Mm -hmm. and you might have something they don't have We shouldn't be running the race alone. God wants us to run the race together. Mm -hmm. And so let's get with other people and dive into community. And if you want to know how, go listen to our other podcast about that.
1: All right. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Parenting and CourageousMom.com for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting.
0: This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone.
1: If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.